Hey, Suzanne Lynn here. I am a guest host for Jared Easley. And today we're talking to U Studio president and CEO, Jennifer Grogono. U Studio is located in Austin, Texas. And boy, I mean, this is minimal to say, taking podcasting to a whole new level. And we are just so excited to be able to talk to you, Jen. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and to talk to you a little bit about what we've been working on for the last year or so. First of all, go ahead and give me an overview of what Studio is about. What we do at Studio is help businesses use media as part of their business processes to transform the way they're communicating with employees, the way they're arming and aligning their sales teams, and ultimately helping their customers and partners understand their businesses better. So we just think the use of media inside the enterprise has the ability to transform businesses. And uh, heretofore, we haven't seen a lot of businesses able to adopt media successfully. We're really going to be focusing a lot on the podcasting, but I'm going to quote one of your things that you've said. said, if we believe media is going to be the most dominant form of communication, streaming video, streaming audio in every workplace, then every single enterprise is going to transform and become a media company of sorts. That is powerful. That's saying a lot. Well, and I believe that. I believe that every company is truly going to become a media company. You know, what does it mean to become a media company? How do you think about communicating to your employees and your partners with streaming video and streaming audio using solutions like podcasting to get your message out? It means you need to start thinking in terms of you know, shows and episodes and channels. And of course, in the enterprise, access control is very important. So if you think about traditional media concepts and translating those into the enterprise, you, you come up with a need for a very secure platform that allows creators to build content and control who gets access to that content and stream, you know, again, audio and video inside of mobile devices, desktop applications easily so that those end users, those employees, don't have to think about doing anything different than what they would normally do in their consumer life. So that's the opportunity, I think, Mm -hmm. to really help businesses become media companies and and think like media creators and enable a set of solutions so that their end listeners or their end viewers feel as natural consuming content at work as they do at home. It seems like such a natural progression. There's such an emotional connection when you're being trained, not by DVDs or having to read email, honestly, who reads whole emails anymore? Who has time for that? But when you can listen to a podcast for training on the go, on demand, that's a game changer. Yeah. Well, and I think what we know is that this is how people want to receive information. No one wants to sit and read a seven paragraph email anymore. We've got PowerPoint overload and yet another portal, you know, the sales team has to go to to get information about products and what they're selling. And I think it's becoming commonplace for sales teams, employees, even at very large companies to actually search YouTube to get access to information about their own business, hmm. uh, to take advantage of you know, some of the promotional and marketing videos that are there as a way to sidestep having to go master the the latest PowerPoint or, you know, read a long email. Mm -hmm. And so it's really what, it's how people want to receive information. And companies, the savvy ones are recognizing that the ability to win, you know, the difference between winning and losing is how well their employees are aligned with the business and how, how much information they're able to consume about new product lines or, about the latest initiative that the business is undertaking. 
The other thing that's interesting about streaming media is that it establishes what I like to call communications accountability. One of the things we've never really known with a static file like a PowerPoint or a Word document or content on a website is whether or not someone actually consumed it. They actually read the words. Right? Mm-hmm. We know when someone clicks on something or they open an email, maybe they share a document. You know, We've got data that tells us if they're flipping through slides. But we really don't know exactly how many minutes and what content was consumed. With a stream, the data is completely different. So inside the enterprise, we can now understand exactly who, by name, by role, by location, by device, consumed what, Mm -hmm. right? How many minutes of this podcast was consumed, for example. And that provides an enormous amount of feedback and information for the communicators right? The people who are putting these messages out. And that's something that I think we are just now beginning to understand. It allows these communicators inside the enterprise for the first time to really be able to make better content, to use that data to drive more efficiency, more optimization in the messages that they're sending out. How wonderful to humanize training. I mean, to have that emotion behind it, you can't even understand the context or the feeling behind an email or, you know, flat training videos or whatever. But And when you can get the message from the head honcho of how to do something and why you hear the heart behind it. Yeah. And one of the things I'm super excited about is we're adding live streaming into our podcast application to the enterprise in the first quarter of this year. And that's going to enable, I think, a whole new level of emotional and excitement, you know, being able to get out to the workforce, right? If you're able to take advantage of the emotion that, you know, a streaming audio file or video can convey with podcasting, with media and the enterprise, then, you know, adding live streaming to it brings it to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. So now it's not just, oh, I get to hear the CEO of the company or the the person who just took over as the chief product officer on a routine basis. But now I can tune into a live event that he or she may be hosting and broadcasting out. So I think we're going to see a lot more convergence or what I call, you know, the Netflix for the enterprise. Right, where you've got uh, podcasts and live events, uh, live broadcasts and videos all in one system, all in one media station for the company. And I think what it's going to do, to your point, is, is just enable a far richer and more precise communication happening between individuals inside and outside of the company. When you can hear directly from the person at the top or the top trainer who's passionate about it, it's no more bosses or suits being locked into an office and then the information trickling down and getting lost and, and diluted. It's like, mm. it makes you feel more like a team. Yeah. Well, it's that old game of telephone we used to play as children, Yeah, right? When you're yeah. whispering and <laughs> sitting in a circle and whispering a message to the person next to you. And by the time it gets all the way around the circle... <laughs> It's a completely different message. And, <laughs> right. and it's funny when you're kids, but right. when it's your company, it's not really very funny right. when, uh, to your point, you know, the, the message is being handed down orally anyway, because people aren't bothering to read the emails or review the PowerPoints in depth. And so, yeah, I think podcasting is going to have a huge impact inside the enterprise on attacking that issue of just the trickle down you know, problem of messages not being conveyed clearly. Mm-hmm. And and that's incredibly important, right? Mm-hmm. If again, the difference between winning and losing as a business is how well aligned and clear a mission everybody has. 
it's important. It's not just a nice to have anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually going to be the difference between, you know, tying productivity to performance, right? If we can measure how many minutes of a podcast our, the sales team has consumed on a monthly basis, and then we're able to, using a tool like salesforce.com, correlate the listeners to their performance, um, now we get to have a, the ultimate feedback. This content produced these financial results for our business. And I think we're going to see that. We're going to begin to see companies measure that impact because we now have the data and analytics that allows them to do so. And then I think we're going to start to see messages get finely tuned and honed to drive performance. So yeah, it's it's an exciting time in it enterprise is. media. Yeah, it's, it's early in the game, really. I mean, you are busting through new walls that have never been taken down before. I guess my question being new in the game is in the workplace, we have all ranges of ages and technological abilities and people who are baby boomers, let's say who are looking at the millennials going, listen, you brat. Okay. It seems easy to you. (laughs) How how, does podcasting kind of um, flatten that world for everybody? Well, yeah, I think it wasn't until we saw mass adoption of podcasts in the consumer world that really the enterprise was ready. I think had we tried to push podcasting or, you know, video on demand in a Netflix like way 10 years ago, while nothing has changed in terms of the medium itself, I don't think we would have seen the adoption. Mm-hmm. I think to, to your point, you know, maybe some of the younger workforce members of the workforce would have adopted it, but truly we needed the consumer world to hit a tipping point to have a massively high concentration of users of all ages and to have those users feel quite natural with their mobile device and mm-hmm. clicking on a link to listen to a show. They needed time. Yeah. 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 And and yeah. I think we've now gotten there so that you know, listen, if we were to try to push something in the enterprise that was a podcast app that didn't look or feel anything like the consumer apps, I think we we might have some issues. Mm. So it's incredibly important for us as we think about making sure that folks are able to use this, whether they're technically savvy or not. You know, it's incredibly important for us to make it feel and function like the products they're using in their everyday life. So, you know, it needs to feel like a series of thumbnails that are show art that they can click on and then get to their episodes. That's a very familiar concept now, whereas I don't think it was 10 years ago. So, and I think there's something about audiobooks and the growth in audiobooks. I love Seth Godin, the author and business guru. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love how he talks about audio stories are uh, like self-driving cars. You know, you don't actually have to do much work to move your eyes down a page. The work's being done for you. And I think that's a great analogy. We are making it easier to learn. Mm -hmm. We're taking the friction out. And think of the multitasking you can do. Yeah, Uh, You know, there's really nothing else you can do while you're in a car or exercising or commuting than listen, Mm -hmm. right? So I think the, the idea of taking advantage of what we call found time or capturing found time is something that a lot of companies are looking at quite favorably. There just hasn't been another mechanism or medium to communicate with people during those hours. Hmm. How did you know there was a need for this? I would say the growth in how distributed workforces are and then the number of commuters is really driving the need to help companies find time or find ways to communicate with their employees. And if you think about sales teams in particular, field workers, 
they may be in the car and on planes and trains hours and hours every single month. And so giving them an opportunity during that time to also learn and be productive is really a great breakthrough, I think. Jet, let's go ahead and talk about Ace Hardware, one of your clients, and how they're implementing your skills and helping them to move forward. Well, so Ace Hardware came to us years ago. They had a learning management system that did not have video in it. And they were finding that the adoption of that learning system, you know, people would log into the portal and learn about different SKUs and how to sell certain products and how to set up the store shelves. They just had a very low adoption. And the moment they put video into the learning management system they were using, it really breathed new life into Mm -hmm. the system. So the presence of video on demand became an important game changer for them in terms of their employees actually consuming material Mm. and training material. And so with the introduction of video inside their LMS, they were able to see a correlation in the performance of the stores who were consuming the training material. They could see the actual hardcore numbers of ROI. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. that was my point earlier, when you can combine productivity, i.e. time spent learning, time spent performing an important task with performance, actual sales at stores where people are taking more training courses but listening and watching, right? A, a different yeah. way, hearing the message and seeing the message. When they can measure and and understand the relationship between people who are seeing and, and watching and listening training materials and store performance, that's when they realize they had a real breakthrough. Are you constantly looking for, you know, new businesses, um, organizations that might hear this that say, oh man, yes, this is just what we need. How would they contact yeah. you? What did they need to know? We have a lot of customers who are just now getting into this concept of a a media channel for the enterprise who are just getting their feet wet and starting with audio podcasting, for example. And then we also have customers, we work with companies who are more sophisticated. We work with those who are ready to put a full Netflix-like experience inside of their company. And we're very happy to help customers irrespective of where they land on that spectrum. So if a company is interested in starting out with audio podcasting, we have a very simple way for them to get going. We have an application that takes days to implement. It's highly secure and they can get started podcasting right away. And for companies that are looking for a more, a richer experience, a more video on demand, live streaming, audio channel all in one, we can work with them to put that Netflix-like model in place for the company. So it doesn't really matter to us where a business is in terms of their sophistication Mm -hmm. in bringing media into the enterprise. Uh, We have programs set up to help you either, again, get started or take an existing program maybe to the next level. For companies that are ready to get started with podcasting inside of their enterprise, we have a website where you can go in and leave us your name and information and we get right back in touch with you and can get you up and running in a matter of days or weeks. So it is, it's quite mm. simple to put a program in place. And it's something that we, we try to reduce the friction around because we know that most people are, are trying this in some cases for the first time. Just kind of want to get their toes in the water to see how this works. Yeah, mm. and, and we, we often recommend that you do start small. We talk a lot about having a, a walk, run, fly mentality with, uh, inside of our own company, but also with our customers. It's important for us to help people find success early 
and then build on that success. So we don't necessarily want you to, if you've never done podcasting before, for example, we're not going to recommend you start off with 20 shows, right? Uh, you know, right. 14 episodes each. Uh, <laughs> we will typically say start with one or two shows and produce a few episodes of each and then measure. You know, see how your audience is consuming that content and see if they like it, uh, see what they want more of. We work with companies both in a workshop mode as well as a vendor relationship. So mm-hmm. if a company wants us to sit with them, hold their hand, be part of a, building out that podcast strategy or that media strategy, we are very happy to do that. And often we'll bring in experts uh, like you, people who have been doing this for a long time outside of the business world, but who can bring a lot of relevant experience and ideas to these internal teams that are just getting started. Sure. Info at ustudio.com. Does that work? That's great. Is that for you? Okay. Yes. That's a great way to get in touch with us. And we love talking to people about this. It's exciting for us as as we continue to help more and more companies adopt a Netflix or a podcast for the enterprise. (laughs) 